This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. This is a very exciting episode because I am bringing in a new theme or segment for the podcast and that is dial-in dilemmas. And this is going to be me answering your specific questions, almost like a coaching call that's obviously completely free. And the topics that I'm going to choose and the questions I'm going to choose are going to be ones that I know resonate with a lot of you. So it's going to be super helpful and it's really engaging. I love listening to podcasts where people call up and then the host will like help them out. I just, I don't know. I like, I love hearing other people's experiences. And I think by hearing it, you also don't feel alone. You're like, oh, I'm not the only one that thinks that way. So this is the very first dial in dilemma podcast episode and I want to say if anyone does want to be a part of this you've got a question for me that you want me to answer please send me a dm you can like stay completely anonymous no one's going to know who you are but you've got the chance to actually get coaching from me specifically obviously completely for free and I want to hear from you guys I want to hear what questions do you have for me and what do you want me to answer on the podcast So without further ado, let's get stuck into our very first dial-in dilemma. Okay, I will be calling... Hello? Hello, who do I have here? Uh, My name's Tegan. Hello, Tegan, how are you? I'm well, thank you. You are the very first guest that is a part of our dial-in dilemma segment for the podcast. So congratulations. We are so exciting. I know, and I am so excited. So let's get into your question. What question do you have for me today? So my question is, how can I deal with using food as a coping mechanism for when I'm feeling bored, lonely, or sad? Great question. And I would say something that a lot of people deal with. I want to ask you a couple of questions first off. The first thing is I'm going to go back and have a bit of a chat. Well, I want to know a little bit more about your childhood, not not in too much depth, but what was your relationship like with food growing up or what was what were you kind of taught about food as a young kid? Um, so I... I've just grown up, I've always been a little bit overweight um, and I don't know, I've just grown up eating what my parents made me, like what they cooked and what we ate as a family. Um, I've always been like taught about different food groups and different micronutrients and macronutrients and stuff and it's always good to eat your fruits and vegetables. So would you say, would you say, Tegan, that you, um, like you had a fairly, like you were brought up with a fairly like healthy relationship and view on food? Uh, yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, I was, my parents tried to teach me that. Okay. So when did you start to rely on food as comfort? Um, probably 
probably so bit of backstory i had a really bad health episode um and then i had to recover from that and i had to and i started using food as a coping mechanism food was my comfort okay when i was sad i ate when i was bored i ate when i was lonely i ate food was my comfort blanket yeah okay and so that probably really started around that time which would have been super traumatic for you which makes a lot of sense the first thing the first thing I want to say is that you're not alone because a lot every single person has some kind of relationship with food whether that be good whether that be bad and food is one of the greatest pleasures in life and so we do derive some kind of emotional response to consuming foods the majority of us do right now people turn to different things throughout life to deal with different scenarios or hard times and a lot of people will turn to food and you know other examples would be alcohol it could be um, other sort of self-destructive behaviors and the hard thing with food is that you know if someone said you know I turn to alcohol all the time when I'm going through a really hard time and I'm drinking too much and I've got a drinking problem you can cut out alcohol and it's not going to like you don't need it right food we need We need to eat. So navigating how to build a healthier relationship with food and how to actually cope with stuff that pops up in our life and we're not having to turn to food as comfort because essentially you're using that as a Band-Aid. And a lot of us do. Yeah, and it ends up being detrimental to your your actual health as well. Yes, definitely. It's I think they call it like a release of dopamine. You get kind of when... Yeah, that's what I feel like when I'm, like, eating. It's like, oh, I feel good. I feel like I've, like, satisfied myself with what I wanted to eat, but then it's not really aligning with my fitness goals, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, it's going to make, yeah, it's going to make if weight loss is your goal, it's going to be really difficult. So my next question for you is you're obviously aware that you have, you would have created this habit. And this is the hard thing with breaking habits is sometimes it's subconscious that we go, I mean, I can even think about it for myself. I'm a, I eat when I'm bored. And sometimes I'm not even aware that I'm thinking about food when I'm bored not because I'm actually physically hungry, but because it's a habit that I've created for myself. So I go, oh, you know, it's like 3 p.m. I've got, I'm, I don't know, sitting at home, not doing much or I'm procrastinating, which is usually the case. And then I'll think, oh, I need to eat something. And then I have learned now to sit with that feeling and actually almost scan my body and think, okay, let's think about it. Is my tummy actually grumbling? Am I really hungry? Do I need food? Or... Am I trying to distract myself? Do you feel in situations where there's stress or there's even actually good things that happen in your life and you feel like turning to food to celebrate, are you aware of those at the moment or do you find that after you've consumed the food that you go, oh, okay, I've just turned to food to be able to cope with that? Yes, I I feel like afterwards I realise and I'm like, oh, no, I shouldn't have eaten so much, but I felt like it in the moment or I shouldn't have eaten... Like, I should have moderated my, like, 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 I should have. You should have, yeah, you you kind of, like, yeah. You got into a point where you're consuming foods, but you're not really enjoying it at that point. Like, you're just 
you're just eating for the sake of eating because you're in that moment and you're getting an emotional response yeah well the first okay and I feel guilty afterwards and then I'm like oh no it's gonna affect like I'm gonna put away or I'm gonna like I'm not gonna be happy but then I feel happy when I'm eating the food it's just afterwards yeah you know what totally break the cycle and it is it's right it's that dopamine hit that you get so the very first thing you want to do is come up with I always talk about getting different tools for your tool belt when we rely solely on something as a strategy to cope in life or to even celebrate things in life that thing although it might not necessarily be a bad thing and I just want to preface this by saying food should be enjoyable and food a lot of for a lot of us is you know definitely connected with um, cultural um, backgrounds and celebrating and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that however you need to have a range of different tools that you turn to when you've got stuff that pop up pop up in your life that you need to deal with right um, because if we have this sole thing that we're relying on that thing can actually kind of become our poison and so yeah. what I would suggest you do is sit down and think about okay what are five other things that I can do when I'm stressed or when I'm needing comfort that are also going to provide me with that dopamine hit to be able to cope with it so that when you go into those scenarios, you're aware of it. And examples of that would look like, and I know it sounds a little bit, it sounds a little bit boring. It doesn't sound as exciting as eating chocolate or like something delicious, (laughs) but what else releases dopamine is things like connection with people, calling a friend, Going for a walk and getting out in nature. Another really big one is getting sunlight as well as grounding, taking your shoes off and actually touching the ground. Now, I know this kind of sounds like woo-woo, but there is a lot of science behind this to say that our body actually responds in a positive way. The other things to think about as well, um, so so you, you think about what are those kind of Um, tools that you can replace or add to your toolkit to be able to deal with issues that don't mean that you end up relying on food. The next thing I want to suggest is journaling and actually writing down how you're feeling. Now, what's going to be hard and the hardest bit about all of this and for all of the listeners, I know this is going to resonate with a lot of you. It's like, okay, cool. That's awesome. But like what you've just said to me is that you don't kind of really realize until after, right? So you've done it then what do you do? And a really, really helpful tool that we also utilize with our girls is we talk about journaling and how you're feeling in the moment, but journaling after, let's just say you've had a session where you've overconsumed or you've binge eaten and you're feeling pretty shitty, right? And you're thinking, oh my goodness, I'm going to gain this weight and I've ruined all the progress that I've made this week. I want you to actually write down exactly how you're feeling. But more importantly, I want you to identify what the trigger was that led you to eat. What was the thing that stressed you out? What was the thing that you were trying to celebrate? What was the thing that you were trying to um, deal with or whatever it is that you turn to food for, right? Once you identify that, without identifying that, you'll actually never be able to replace the emotional eating with the other tool that you've come up with because what you're going to do is just continue doing what you're doing and not realizing until after becoming aware of your triggers is really fundamental in order for you to identify the behavior that you've created the habit that you've created to be able to deal with that scenario does that make sense yes that makes totally 
<laughs> Absolutely. And like, like, you know, it doesn't even need to be a formula that you need to really follow, but it'll just be like, okay, how am I feeling right now? I think that's really important. Identifying the feelings that could be inside. And when it comes to like emotional eating, you probably have felt feelings like you mentioned of guilt and shame and then frustration and probably anger at yourself and disappointment. And that's okay to feel all of those feelings. But then you need to think about, okay, why was it that I felt like I needed to turn to food in this moment. And then what happens is, is the more that you do that, and it's going to happen again, I'll just tell you, there's no quick fix with this. It's taken years for you to create a habit and it can take a fair bit of time for you to undo that habit. However, starting today is the most important thing, right? Because you're going to be one step closer. So what you really need to think about doing is really identifying those triggers And then when you get into that scenario again, you'll be able to go, ah, I'm feeling that this has happened. This trigger has occurred. Okay, I've got these other tools here that I can rely on. And trust me, it works. It really does work. But you need to stay consistent with that. Um, And and disciplined, right? Yeah, it it does take – absolutely, it takes discipline. But I I don't want you to think of it in that way because – What's important is to show yourself compassion. We can be really hard on ourselves and it's actually not that you don't have discipline. You're not an undisciplined person. You have just created a habit for yourself. So now what you need to do is create another habit for yourself. So this is not about you not being able to stick to a diet or you not being able to, you know, eat in a calorie deficit or control what you're consuming. It is almost second nature for you. You've got like, you've got this in your brain, your brain goes, okay, I get stressed. And what I've learned to deal with that stress is to then consume, over consume foods. That's how your brain is dealing with issues. And it's the same with someone that is an alcoholic. Okay. I'm going through this stressful time. I have a drink. I feel better. And you've done this year in, year out. Your brain just goes to that automatically. You don't like discipline. You just need to create new habits for yourself that are going to undo that wiring. So your brain goes, oh, stressed. Okay, I go for a walk or I reach out to a friend and I have a chat with them rather than it always leading to you consuming foods. Yes, that sounds good. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, please keep us updated. I'd love to hear how it all goes. And I think most importantly, just be prepared that it's going to happen. You know, we don't, we can't undo habits. And the worst thing you can do is shame yourself because the more we shame ourselves, the more shame we breed and shame keeps us stuck. So small steps, celebrate those small wins. Start with writing down a list, even in your notes. Um, in your phone about other things that you can do to replace that. When this happens again, I want you to journal and reflect on what those triggers are. And then eventually, I promise you, you'll become more aware of that. And then you'll have the choice to be able to choose another habit rather than just turning to food. Awesome. Sounds really good. Thanks so much for your help. My absolute pleasure, Tegan. Have the best day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Yeah, I really know that emotional eating is huge and a lot of us feel, oh, we feel so bad about ourselves. It is the worst feeling. My gosh, guys, I remember I have this vivid memory. Actually, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it was my friend's birthday and this was when I was like in the depth of being completely and utterly obsessed with food and that was, oh my gosh, I was at my friend's party, right? And I did not let myself eat anything that was quote unquote unclean, right? Processed or whatever. 
And there was all of this food on the table, like all of this food. And everyone was off socializing, having a great time. And where was Tash? Tash was like looking at the food. And I was like, no, I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to eat. I'm not allowed to eat that. And then I would just, I reckon it was in like by about two hours of being at the party, I was gorging and I was over consuming. And the whole night, because I was stressed about being around food, I was comforting myself by eating more. And that feeling after is literally the worst. And I remember jumping on my phone going, oh my gosh, how many calories do you need to eat to instantly gain weight? How many calories do I think I you know, had eaten? And I'd be kind of trying to calculate it in my brain and then feeling terrible about myself and then you know, compensating for by restricting and over-exercising the next day. And it's just like the worst feeling. And that's the worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can do is beat yourself up over it and try and work it all out and try to quote unquote undo the damage. It actually starts prior. And that is number one, restriction can really cause uh, over the top restriction anyway, can really cause a lot of issues when it does come to like compulsive eating right because you're telling yourself you can't have something you get rid of that nothing is off limits that food doesn't have control over you but also if you can be aware of all right I tend to turn to food when this happens or even like when good stuff happens that's great and that's awesome but we want to reward ourselves in a whole different range of different things right and not just solely rely on the one thing All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that podcast episode. If you do enjoy these, let me know, please. Let me know because I will continue on with them. I think it's such a great way for us all to engage. You guys are like my besties and I want to help my besties. So please let me know what you think. If you do have a question for me and we can organize a call for you to jump on the podcast, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you haven't already, please leave a rating and review for the podcast. It means the absolute world to me. All right, guys, until next time, big love, Coach Tash. 